When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we're trying to call plays to be successful, really. Uh, we're just trying to have success. We'll have more some weeks than, uh, than others. Uh, we're trying to have positive plays, do things to help us win football games. That's really our view of it, of, of everything that we do, really, conceptually. We do it from a standpoint of trying to have positive plays and trying to win it down. You said fans? You see fans, people online, <laughs> Twitter, all that. <laughs> I mean, we always go do what we need to do that we think the best thing for us to win football games. The object of the game is to win the football game. That's what we're trying to do week in and week out. We understand opinions. We understand everybody had one, but we're always trying to do the right thing to win football games. So, yeah, we got, we got our ass kicked pretty good. That pretty much says it all right there, Buck fans. Welcome back to Real Bucks Talk. It's Monday. It's live stream Monday. Let's talk about this butt whooping, or better yet, ass kicking that BA said it best of what it was. Bucks lose 38-3 to against the New Orleans Saints, who pretty much whooped us up and down all game starting from the get-go. Plus, give me your quick thoughts immediately. How do you feel about the game? What do you think about coaching? Give me a rundown. I really don't want to talk about this nightmare that happened yesterday, but... I guess we have to, uh, you know, the life goes on football, uh, you know, will be played next Sunday. So we have a chance to redeem ourselves against the Panthers, but yeah, it just right from the start, it didn't go well, you know, three and outs, three and outs, all, all the above, uh, defense, the scheme, the game plan, just nothing works. Like it was just quicksand, um, very fast. Everything was going downhill from the beginning. And the Bucks could never recover. So, yeah, just a uh, a complete, you know, butt whooping, like you said. And you know, six and three still, which is still good. Uh, we just got to move on from this, and hopefully, the team. This is a you know a big wake up call for them, and they rebound against the Panthers, which they probably will. I mean, they've been doing it all season, where they lose and then win three in a row. So. We'll see what happens, but yeah, very disappointing uh, from from yesterday's uh, game. Any way you look at it, top to bottom, shit show. I mean, you can't say any better. I mean, I know Buck fans were pretty much changing it after the first quarter. I mean, they were down twenty one nothing immediately after the first quarter, and I'm like, oh well, don't don't count it out yet. I mean, this team is loaded enough where they can kind of come back and make it happen, right? And then all of a sudden, literally right after I tweeted that out, 28 nothing, And then everyone's like, yeah, good call. I'm like, really, the biggest thing to blame here is that damn coaching. Coaching, turnovers. I mean, you can't shoot yourself in the foot that many times. 
Brady did not have his best game at all. I mean, right. two of his interceptions, I'm like, what in the hell are you doing? Like, we're just punts, pretty much. I mean, let's quickly talk about this. So, if it was 31 nothing before halftime, he could have scored a touchdown if he doesn't throw an airmail interception that was supposedly to Antonio Brown, and that could have been 31-7. Bucks get, or Saints get the ball, force a turnover, get the ball all the way down to one. They can't punch it in. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Could have been 31-14. The Bucks stop them again. Get the ball back again. What happens? We start driving the field, and then another turnover. Tom Brady lofts one up to Gronk, and it's an easy interception. Could have been 31-21 if you look at it that way, or it could have been even worse because we, we caused a fumble at the one-yard lighting against them earlier in the game. So a lot of bad. What do you think was the worst? Do you think it's uh, it's obviously between two things in this game, or three. Mm. you think the defense was the worst thing? Their game plan for it? Do you think Tom Brady's performance was the worst thing? Or do you think offensive play calling was the worst thing? It's three yeah. all facets. Besides the kicker, you did your <laughs> damn thing. Way to go. But go ahead. Well, I, I think I think game plan overall was just was terrible. Like they weren't they played scared. That's what it looked like. They were playing scared from what they should have been doing. You needed to play aggressive against the Saints. You needed to get the football out of Drew Brees' hands quickly. Uh, I know they were scared to blitz Drew Brees, but your front four wasn't going to win against that offensive line. You only had two sacks in the last three games from your front four. That's not going to cut it. So you have to bring pressure and you have to do what works. Devin White can't cover. You already know that. Shit. So why are you using him in coverage? That I don't know why, but then you have probably your two best corners are good at press man coverage. What do you have them do? You're playing on zone coverage, which... I know has worked in the past, but that's when you're doing zone blitzes. We didn't do any of that until it was too late. So there's a lot of things that went wrong on both sides of the ball schematically. So I have to blame coaching as, as the worst thing. Game plan wise, it was just God awful. Um, you were mm -hmm. offensively trying to throw well, actually, the ball down. Let's talk more about the defense first, since that's what you wanted to yeah. talk about. So yep. agree on a lot of your takes. So what we do best Pressure the quarterback, blitz, force errant throws, faster decisions. Mm -hmm. Why in the hell did we decide to totally change it? Rush only four, which you just said we haven't been doing well. We've we couldn't even do that well against the Broncos. How the hell do you think you're gonna do well against the Saints and their offensive line? You can't do it. And then they they asked BA, why don't you just send more A gap blitzes? He says, Oh, we did. We <laughs> did. We'll do it more, because that's the only thing that ever works for you right now. With Vita Vea not in there, you have to do it. Logically, you, you have to manufacture a way to force Drew Brees to not be able to step up, to not have lanes to throw in. That's We thought everyone knew that. And then you come up with, oh, no, we're just going to sit back in a zone. There was a time when they, they only rushed three, dropped into a zone. Yeah. And Taysom Hill gets a, a like a 19-yard catch after it was like a first and 18 or first and so I don't know. It was ridiculous. So some of the things... <laughs> How the hell is your game plan that? Then they start changing it in the second half, which I, I thought was somewhere better. You saw some stunts. You saw some mm -hmm. more blitzes. Jamal Dean just did not have a great day. You said it yourself. Devin White does not know how to cover. We've shown that over and over. I mean, it's not like we're blowing steam up someone's ass. It's just true. He just can't cover in zone. He just has no awareness of what's behind him. 
using what he does best. We've said that over and over. I hope you guys understand that. I hope more fans can see that we're trying to show that. It's not like we're making this up. So, and then to touch on our film study, a lot of Saints fans, of course, they get they won big. They're they're saying, oh, bad takes. I'm like, they're, they're not bad takes. They're how to attack the Saints. The Bucks just didn't do it. They did the total opposite of what we asked to do. So, and then that's why I, I'd lovely, if you guys have been following, I know I'm talking a lot, but sorry. <laughs> You've been following the podcast, live stream, just real Bucks talk in general. We used to do this intro every, every week. It was like a couple audio clips of the pressers that we thought were just funny and made sense of what happened in the game. To me, no, there was no better take than Byron Leftward saying, oh, the fans? Oh, we're going to put us in the best position to be successful. That was a total opposite of what he did. Total opposite. And with that, let's transition over to offensive game plan and scheme. Go ahead. Yeah, well, let me just touch on the defense. One oh, more okay. thing on the defense. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Drew Brees is barely six feet tall. You you take away his really? line of sight. Yeah. yeah, really? So you take away his line of sight, and you do that by up the middle, right? So that's why it was so frustrating that we did did nothing of any type of pressure up the middle to take away his awareness and ability to see in the pocket because that's where he's vulnerable. If you make a move east to west, he's not very good. And, you know, we did nothing of that until it was too late. So that's my only thing. And, you know, you ask your corners to, to do certain things that they're not comfortable in doing. Let them play press against these receivers where you know Drew Brees is only throwing the ball five yards in the air on pretty much – every snap this year like he's not throwing the ball downfield make him beat you downfield but do that by playing aggressive coverage and getting after him you know blitzing up the middle so that was just my take uh but yeah offensively the game plan (laughs) again playing it seemed like they were playing scared or timid uh they weren't attacking what they should have been attacking which is the middle of the field uh it was open on both sides and only one offense attacked it and that was the saints so it was just like we talked about using the over routes we talked about using the crossers in our film study we saw none of that uh they had (laughs) they had gronkowski um in line when he should have been out wide in the flex position where he's better at so he can get off the snap quicker and faster and utilize his you know ability to get open uh mike evans again it seems like he was open a lot wasn't target I, I mean he tied i think the team for targets in this game so he did get targets um just maybe not early enough um you know antonio brown seemed like he was not on the same page with tom brady at times um even though he was open uh you know quite a bit but there's just no use of the players in the, in the right ways that they should have been utilized uh we had no running game because we got down so early we only had like what five rushing attempts that's yep. terrible uh, so, and then we're trying to utilize the passing game with Rojo, which made no sense whatsoever. Um, that's not his strength. So why continue to use that? So it was just a lot of things that just didn't go our way. Uh, and then just attacking the saints defense in a, in a way that made it just, it's just mind boggling, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, let's touch on that. I love this title. Buccaneers break a seven year old NFL rookie or 
NFL record for rushing futility during embarrassing, embarrassing 38-3 loss to Saints. Yes, I emphasize embarrassing. So like you just said, they rushed five times. And one of them was Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Which is probably a kneel to end the game with this insane embarrassment. So you rushed three times Ronald Jones. He was actually looking good early on. And then one holding call brings back a big run. And then they never run it again. So a bunch of horse shit. This is play calling. Yes. I know Brady can change the, the play at the line. But how did you expect to, to slow down a, a Saints offense? Stay in a game, have any form of trying to control the clock without running the ball. It's not like they were down thirty-one nothing immediately. Right. It was seven nothing. Yeah, you. It was bad passes or just bad execution first play. Okay, start running a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Give it, give it a shame. Give it a shot. <laughs> I mean, it was third <laughs> and three after a big Rojo run, and then they they pass again. So I I just don't get. Sometimes what they do, then they don't do play action like we've already kind of said. Mm-hmm. Leftwich isn't yeah, move on that. I don't even remember seeing play action at all. So I don't hear you. Well, because they yeah. like they say like, uh, well, we were so down. There's no point in running the ball. No one's gonna think we're gonna run the ball. That's all yeah. that works. <laughs> Who got yeah. nations? I guess in there. <laughs> but uh, I guess um, let's let's see some things in here. Also, I mean. Schematically wise, I agree with you. There's no targeting in the middle of the field. The stuff that was working earlier did not work because they didn't even do it. All you saw were down the field shots. When you can't gain, you can't score 31 points in one play. I don't get it. Is it some of it play caller? Most definitely, yes. Is some of it Brady? Brady did not have a good game at all. So those who want to always defend Brady, you can't. He just. Two of, the, two of the three interceptions were just terrible. The one that you try to throw to Rojo, okay, I can understand how do you predict he's going to throw his hand up at the last second and then deflect it directly into his his man. Okay, I can understand that, but don't throw it to Rojo who sucks at catching the ball. Even though Godwin was on the other side on a screen with, with Mike Evans blocking. But eh. <laughs> uh, Either way, play calling, sad, sad. Uh, let's look at the hot take in the in the group chat. Raymond said, "Hot take: Brady looked lost. O line regressed badly. Receivers had trouble getting separation. Defense gave up too much space, even though they knew if the rush got there, the ball would come out quick." So let's let's break it down. Brady looked lost, and O line regressed. What do you think? Uh, I think Brady just had a bad game. I I wouldn't say he looked lost. Um, you know, offensive line. I think. Yeah, they had their struggles, but again, when you're down, you know, as much as we were down, you know, what is 21 nothing after the first quarter, Saints defense is just going to tee off. You know, they're expecting passes every play, so they're going to get in there. They're going to create uh, havoc and create pressure because they have a good defensive line, and yeah, they had their way because, again, they're just, they're sending the dogs loose. They're turning them loose, so that that's going to happen. You're going to see sacks, and obviously Brady got sacked quite a bit, but you know, I, it was just a bad performance overall. Again, this, the game plan didn't help. I think that's the biggest culprit, uh, coaching. We got out coached so bad. Oh, uh, hell it's yeah. not, it's not even funny. Like Sean Payton and the saints, you got to give them credit. They did a great job of, you know, taking away what we wanted to do and, 
you know, they did it the right things. They made adjustments. They attacked us in different ways. They had an answer for pretty much everything that we did. So not that we did anything special and they didn't do anything special either, but they executed at, at a better level. And that's why they're, you know, six and two and they're a better team right now than we are because of that coaching. Yeah. So yeah, I get, there's a Saints fan in here who said spoiled, spoiled of AFID gaming, I guess his tag is. He's kind of saying in there saying that we're surprised that he's surprised that we're kind of blaming a little bit on Brady. You have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like three interceptions were because the offensive line threw the ball. Mm-hmm. And there was actually good blocking. I, I don't fully agree that the offensive line regressed that bad. But uh, more on his take, he was talking about why did the Bucks fans disrespect the Saints fans? Can you explain out of respect of Saints fans? I can't explain for every Buck fan. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I think it's more embarrassment. People, when they get embarrassed about their team losing, they get defensive and they want to attack. I mean, mm. that's what I can honestly think of, right? So mm. other than that, the Bucks got stomped up and down, left and right, every phase of the game. And I can point blank say, I even tweeted, I was like, it's getting to the point where why even be mad? Just laugh. Because this is all crap they did to themselves. The Saints were prepared. They knew what to expect. The Saint, the Bucks didn't know shit. They were sitting twiddling their thumbs, I guess, all week. And then Levante David's like, oh, well, the Saints didn't do anything special. We just, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> what, what, yeah. Where the hell were you doing? What were you doing during game planning? Levante David's our best damn defender. And he, even he doesn't know why the whole the team didn't play up to par, up to snuff. Whatever the hell you want to say it. Well, that's coaching. <laughs> oh, but but that's yeah, that's coaching and game planning, being prepared. They weren't Saints were, and it obviously showed. It was over yeah. by the first quarter. Uh, but I guess touch on Raymond's point. Do you think the O line regressed? No, I don't think the O line regressed. I mean, obviously having Joe Hagan there that hurts you. I mean, missing Allen Marpet's a big piece. Uh, Marpet's probably our best offensive lineman, so it's it's hard to, you know be as good without him but i think the offense line did okay again when you're down so early and you're not running the football and you have to pass protect that many times and you're trying to do deep shots tom brady's holding the ball longer than he should yeah sacks are going to happen it's just like last year with Jameis winston i mean when Jameis is holding the ball four or five seconds and tom's doing the same thing sacks are going to occur you know if your skill players aren't winning their one-on-one matchups then yeah, that that's gonna happen, and you got to give the Saints credit; they just play better than we did, and that's that's the facts. Yeah, sure. I just put up the little clip of yeah, worst loss of his career. It would be, <laughs> I guess, stereotypical of a Buccaneer that the best ever to do it gets his worst ever loss as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it's sad. It's it's almost sad, but you got to laugh because it's. What else did you expect? Okay, so guys, I know there's a lot in the chat. Make sure to hit that like button down below. That helps out the channel, helps support us. Commenting, you're already doing it. Great job, guys. If you haven't subscribed, do that also for us. But let's keep talking. So with Brady talk and Brady excuses that people are saying, I mean, Brady just didn't have a good game. That's flat out. I mean, early on, he wasn't hitting targets. Some people think he was too locked in on Gronkowski. I don't think so. I think if Gronkowski is a, a first read, 
you hit him, especially if you think there's a good possibility or good probability he can catch the ball. And the end zone, Gronk dropped that. That's his fault. Mm-hmm. And that nine times out of ten, you got to catch that. I don't care if the guy's hitting the ball down. Cradle it, grab it, get it to your body, and fall to the ground. Touchdown. But it didn't happen. So to me, Brady just. I don't know if it's the worst performance I've seen from him so far as a block. Probably, yeah. And it's just, again, is it a little bit of him? Yeah. I think a lot of it is what the hell they were calling. You you set him up for failure. You couldn't run the ball. You didn't even try to run the ball. We always say this all the time. And it's, this isn't an emotional response. It's just flat-out facts. Mm-hmm. You're getting 87-year-old records broken because of <laughs> stupid coaching. And don't tell me you're because you were down so much. You don't want your 43-year-old quarterback getting hit, then run the ball more. Right. Save his body, but I guess not. Uh, well, what is your take on Brady? How do you think he did? Well, I mean, I agree with you. Obviously, he, had, he didn't have his best game. Uh, he was just, there's a lot of things where, you know, he was he was looking, he was trying. It seemed like he was trying to make that big play, um, maybe a little bit too much. Um, but again, that goes to what, you know, the routes are, what is the design, what is the play call. So it just seemed like he, there was never a rhythm. And usually Brady's in rhythm. It's usually, you know, he, he drops back and he's got the ball throwing. He's throwing it quickly. And it seemed like he had to hold the ball longer uh, in this game than he wanted to. And you got to give credit to the Saints. I mean, they had things locked up and we did nothing to adjust against that. Um, there was just no... Um, anything of creativeness or anything of to get Brady into a rhythm. I mean, I think he started what two of seven or two of nine, something like that. Uh, there was just no, um, no urgency on the, on the Bucks offensive side of the ball to find that rhythm early and often. And it just, it never happened. And it was just too late when they did get a rhythm and then it just continued to fall backwards. <laughs> you know, if they did find something, uh, usually a mistake or a turnover, like you said, you know, the two turnovers where he just, you know, throws it up, you know, you can't have that happen. Um, you know, that, that just, that's inexcusable and, but it did happen. So really it's just the offense. I mean, they just, it just could never get anything going. And, but I, I credit that to, like you said, the play calling, there was nothing different. There was nothing unique. We didn't see any, just anything to get the saints off balance uh, to say the least. It was just funny that times that it went short, it always worked. It'd be mm-hmm. four or five yard gains. And what's funny also is that's all the Saints did against the Bucks. And I've repeatedly said the way you beat the Bucks is by either little chunks that you're just taking advantage of little three to five yards that they always just give you because they're going to be rushing people in. So someone's going to have to run out. They can't cover that immediately. You just can't. Or over the top. And they did both of those. The Jamel Dean missing his spot, I think, on the first touchdown of the game. I think they were on quarters, all the deep deep half of the field covering the end zone. And Dean tries to run in thinking it's going to Kamara, and oops, there it goes. Mm-hmm. But there was miscues all over the field. Offensively, it was just bad. But it kind of goes into this question up here. Alice, or is it Alice Song said, do you think there's a ton of people with high football IQs outside of the coaching staff. Like, how does a team go into a game with this implosion of a game plan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a great question. I mean, you you, you know, obviously these guys are... But we're trying to are... put our, our team in 
position to be successful, to make successful <laughs> plays, to win every down. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these guys get paid a lot of money. I'm sure they're, they're, you know, they're working overtime. They're trying to put the best game plan together. Um, and it, this one just didn't work, like, at all. And, you know, the Saints had every answer, and we did nothing to adjust to it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a failure by the team. It's a failure by the coaches. Uh, just didn't work out. So I don't know. I don't know why, um, you know, they seem to haven't been able to put it together, especially the last two weeks. It's been pretty bad offensively uh, and defensively as far as the game plan goes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that, that kind of showed it against the Giants. So little dink and dunks. Jamel Dean had a bad game that game. Had a bad game this game. Did the Saints see something and say, we're going to keep attacking it since the Giants showed how to beat them? Yeah, they did it to perfection. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's funny. And like, they didn't make any changes. Any. Like, it's funny. Oh, let's just send four. Have Devin White cover people. That's That's our bread and butter. Uh, but yeah, and then offensively, it's a whole other shit show. We've been talking about it for a while. Some people think it's it's surprising that it was that bad. No, it's just the amount of great players there are on this team. Talent isn't the issue. Even BA said that. Mm-hmm. If you can't find a way to get Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski, Scotty Miller, I even said it in the film study. If you can't find a way to get them the ball, you're going to lose. If they can't win one-on-ones, we're going to lose. It's <laughs> mind-boggling. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And that's the thing. They do nothing to, you know, create that separation. They do nothing to scheme separation. I've been talking about this since it seems like Dirk Cutter was here. Uh, they still don't do it. And, you know, I know Dirk ran a vertical concept and same thing with BA. They do nothing to create that separation in the in their routes. Um, you want to get Mike Evans the ball, scheme him open. Find ways to scheme him open. I know you're working him in the slot and he does get open there, but you got to do something to get him the ball early and often. Um, find ways. You know, what happened to using him as a screen guy? You know, they did it against Carolina. They're not doing it now. I don't know why. You know, find ways to to target him. And I know they did quite often last night. I know he how many targets did he have last night, Mark? Probably hmm. Mike Evans, probably like six. seven. Yeah, six. Okay, that's a decent amount. And he probably came He came down with four. Okay. I don't think he yeah. had a pass until the second quarter. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, our passes are going to Rojo early on. In the <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they just do nothing to scheme open. I mean, you got a fast guy in Scotty oh, Miller. Geez. You got a fast guy in, you know, Antonio Brown. And they did nothing to utilize their speed. I think they did one play where they schemed Antonio Brown open, where they ran him in motion and he caught the ball at the sideline. And that was it. Like, we didn't see any more of that after that. Like, you got to do more of that stuff. Move guys around, you know, have motion and and play it that way. I need to lower my voice. It seems like I'm yelling. But <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs> but uh, it's just, it's just uh, very disappointing. You know, you see the Carolina Panthers yesterday and how they play, yeah. and we have to play them this week coming up. And like, their offense is fun, man. Like, they don't do anything too hard. Like, they don't make it hard on Teddy Bridgewater. They they play in his lane. You know, they know he's good at short and intermediate passes. Same thing with Tom Brady. That's his strength: short and intermediate passes. Yeah, he can hit the deep ball, sure. 
but you got to get him in rhythm, man. Like you got to get him in rhythm early and then you go downfield. Like that's what works. And don't get me wrong. We're going to take deep shots, but not every play is a deep shot. And don't tell me because we're down so long, so much, we got to do deep shots over and over. It's just, it makes no sense. It just makes zero sense. Uh, someone said, time to activate Josh Rosen. <laughs> 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 no, not at all. Not a chance for no. a while. But uh, No. Brady's yeah. still a very good quarterback. Well, let's, let's take a peek at some of these questions in the, in the chat before we... I, I want to touch on the, the four downs on the, on the one, which mm. was, again, a sad, atrocious lack of execution and terrible play calling again to me. Or how you say, sequencing. Uh, it was one good play yeah. call. Just the guy dropped it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Greg Paris said, "Game plan was this isn't working, so do it harder." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. I that's agree. What did. That's what they did. Um, let's see. Uh, hot take with the extra addition of playoff spot. Bucks ninety nine percent to get to the playoffs. Breeze is eight and seven in the playoffs. Brady is the goat because he shows up in the end. Hot take is Bucks win Super Bowl. That's from the God Pill. I mean, I'm not going to... I said this before coming on here. Uh, in no way am I saying it's over. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of room for improvement. We all see that. But the fact is, damn near everyone is healthy. All the offensive weapons are healthy. You can't complain about that. Yes, Godwin has his finger, but it's going to get better throughout the year. It's not going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So your offense is there. Um, Marpet will likely come back for this next game. Your offense is loaded. There's no reason to only score three damn... Po- Let's look at this. You only scored three damn points. And that's and that's not even downing the Saints. This offense should never, ever score below 21 points. Flat out. I don't care how great the Pittsburgh Steers, the 85 Chicago Bears would not be able to hold this team to three. Just saying. Should. Shouldn't have been able to hold them to three. And the Bears <laughs> offense scored 20, what was it? 20... 26 against this team. 26 against the Saints. I mean, that just shows you right there. The Panthers that, scored 20-something? Yeah, 27. I mean, that's, that's pathetic. Very pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, very pathetic. But so, to me, yes, there's way more room for improvement. Brady will get better. This is just basing it off of the things the Saints exploited and that we've been kind of saying for a while. Terrible play calling. I don't, I don't know why the defense did what the hell they do. That's usually the one consistent. And then this happens. Well, I mean, Teams are obviously, exploiting something. Well, obviously, the defense is missing Vita Vea drastically. I think, you know, you're getting no push up the middle, so you can't win with your front four. Well, then stop. Why'd you stop rushing the A gaps? That's yeah, the only no, thing that I, works consistently, and you stop. I them. I agree. I agree. Uh, I don't understand why they're not doing that. Um, you know, you don't have any push up the middle, so you have to create the the, the pressure up the A gap. And you have a guy that can do it very well and Devin White, you know he can't go backwards, so let him go forward and create havoc on the quarterback. And when they did do it, guess what? Good things happened. So I don't know. I don't know why they get away from that. Um, they they need to find a way to play to their strengths and, and stop playing scared because last night they played scared on defense because they saw what the Giants did as far as going down the field. Same thing with the Oakland Raiders, you, you can't be afraid to get beat deep. You know, I'd rather get beat deep than just let a team, you know, go 12 plays for seven minutes and they just kill you slowly. Like can't let that happen. 
I'm sorry. You just, you just can't. And to be honest, it, every game should be comparable to what the Chargers game was. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got beat deep, but Herbert had to make some of the most amazing plays off his back foot with all arm strength to make a play. That's how right. our defense should be playing week in and week out. And the offense should be able to score consistently week in and week out. You just got exposed. The defense, for some dumb reason, played passive. Maybe Leftwich got in that damn uh, team meeting. I don't know. <laughs> but, and that, that to me, I, I'm going to just down Leftwich 100 times, tenfold, 100-fold, whatever, until I see some changes, some massive changes, because it's the same shit, different day with me. And I... I I keep I wait for his little jabs in his uh his press conferences because I I, I understand the media keeps asking him the same questions because he doesn't answer anything he gives the same thing that I'm saying oh we're just gonna be successful putting them in successful formations to be successful to win every down <laughs> you're not answering any questions with that it's bullcrap and as a <laughs> media has the right to ask you questions and you're not answering shit and you're looking like Dirk Cutter up there. Well, I mean, it's true. I mean, change yeah. the way you're doing things. You're doing the same stuff over and over. And with the weapons you have, it should be laughable what you should be able to do to defense, but you don't do it. At times, don't get me wrong, yeah. But at other times, you're looking an idiot. Sorry to go on my rant. <laughs> um, let's see. So this is, I can't read that, read that name. Charles and... Charles in charge. Okay, I know what happened. Jameis Winston is on the Saints sideline. He knew the offense and the team. Saints played fast because the damn near knew every play. Also, Bucks play horrible in prime time. I'll agree one thing. Bucks <laughs> yeah. do play horrible in prime time. I'll let you address the Jameis Winston thing. I don't. I don't buy that. I mean, yeah, sure. They they know some of our tendencies, sure, because we've you know we play them a lot. They're yeah. division opponents, so they're going to know some things. But still, it's up to our coaching staff to, you know, come up with a game plan that's going to be, you know, unique and different and be able to attack the Saints' weaknesses. And we did none of that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and then as far as primetime, we do suck on primetime. And I'm, and it's, it's uh, thankfully, we only have one more primetime game. That's Monday night against the Rams. Uh, oh. Hopefully, hopefully that... <laughs> Hopefully that uh, Chiefs game doesn't get flexed, so we just keep that at one o'clock. And, How would it? Uh, We're not doing good, right? So hopefully it it stays in its time. But this week we should win. We're at one o'clock game, so we should be able to beat the Panthers this week. I'm just looking at a couple things in here in the chat. Well, I mean, let's while I'm reading this stuff, address the mm-hmm. four downs on the the goal line. Yeah, I mean, well, the first play you go to Mike Evans, you know, try to run a fade, didn't work. Um, you know, Evans trying to get to a spot, didn't get to that spot. Brady threw it incomplete. Uh, second down that everyone knew is a run. I mean, we could see that by a thousand miles away. Uh, stuff for no gain. And then, you know, the third down was actually a good play. They brought in uh, Shipley, you know, to look like a jumbo set. You do a nice play action fake. Gronkowski is open, should have caught the ball, should have been a touchdown. Fourth down. You try to run the same fade route to Mike Evans, which was covered pretty well. You had no secondary option to throw the football to and, you know, incomplete turnover on downs. So, and then I think the Saints drew, drew uh, 
or drove the ball a little bit on that on that series. I think eventually he turned it over, but yeah, just bad, just bad play calling. Uh, if he wanted to run the ball uh, against the Saints, he should have spread them out. Rojo probably scores an easy touchdown if you spread them out, run it out of shotgun. Like I've been saying for the last thousand years, yeah. you run out of shotgun, you don't run out of eye form because our offensive line can't push people off the ball. They're a team that works well in space. You know, you move them around and you create holes that way. But we did none of that. No counters. Well, we did one that was really good, but it got called back for holding, yeah. which I did not see on Donovan Smith. But it is what it is. Well, and that's something we we even said in the in the Giants, I guess, uh, film review. Mm-hmm. The Giants, literally, all they did shotgun, spread it out, five wide. Oh, we're gonna pass this ball and then just hand it off with a draw. That's how you run the ball on the one. And Chris Collinsworth is a moron. Oh, there's a power running game. No, no one will ever see us as a power running game. We're more of a zone scheme, to be honest. And he's blatantly saying we're power. And no. Ali Marpet being lost. Ali Marpet took a huge hit in the pass blocking. Yes, run blocking. We just never ran the ball. So yeah, that that's why that didn't work. And then the one time you do run it in the goal line, you bring everyone into the middle of the day. That's terrible play calling. Terrible. That's the time to play action and hit Gronk again. I would have. I would have rather done two play actions. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna keep doing the passing, do that. Yeah. Play action the other way and find Godwin faking a block to come in and then spread out. That would have been more decisive than anything, especially if you're in that formation. A run's not gonna work. Spread it out to run it or fake it. Play action, mm-hmm. fake it, and go over there. Terrible yeah, play calling. Sad thing, everyone can see that except Byron Leftwich. So that, I mean, that's the problem right there. And you know, if this team's going to go anywhere, uh, they they they're going to have to move on from Byron Leftwich unless he gets better. But I just don't, I don't see it happening. And he'll be the reason why this team comes up short. I think in the end. Well, I was hoping that on today's press conference with BA, you would have heard him say, "Oh, I saw some glaring holes, some things that we need to work on. I'm going to have a sit down talk with." Byron Leftwich and Brady, and we're going to come together and find things that we all like. Mm-hmm. Or I would have liked to see him say, oh, I'm going to promote, you know, receivers coach to offense coordinator. Oh, I'm that. going to put, well, I wish they would. I mean, I think he'll be a better coach than Byron. If, I mean. No, I mean, I'm not going to go that far. I, I would say, if anything, have B.A. take over. But he mm-hmm. said himself he's not going to do it unless someone else does it. And B.A.'s head man is Leftwich, so yeah. he – Yes, this is what is only his second year, third year calling plays. Mm-hmm. I guess you can show improvement, but it's it's regressing to be honest. I don't know. You either have it or you don't, and right now it doesn't look like he's got it. it but the the sad part is, there's some times where it works. Sometimes, oh, sure, sure. But yeah, but it's got to be a consistent yeah. philosophy, and he does just doesn't have it. I mean. The, the running on first downs and not using the play action when it's so successful, um, running out of formations that you shouldn't be running out of. There's just a lot of things. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to work because you have great players on the field. I mean, those guys are going to execute and they're going to, they're going to win, but you need to be winning consistently and they just don't do it. And the times when they do need to win, they can't find a way to do it, and that's a problem. And it's going to be a problem, especially when you get up against good teams 
like the Saints, who know how to coach and know how to scheme against your strengths and know how to take your strengths away, and you have nothing to combat that with in game planning, that's a problem. And it's going to be a problem, especially when you get up against teams like the Chiefs, the Rams that are coming up, um, even you know, <laughs> even like the Vikings, I, I have to say, like teams like that, that they'll find a way to, to beat us. I know I'm saying I'm Honestly, being I think a downer. We're, I think we're going to beat the shit out of the Vikings. All they can do is well, run. We, we make them we one-dimensional. Should. We, we should beat we, the shit out of them. <laughs> we should. We should. Yeah, absolutely. Their whole but defense I'm just saying, is annihilated. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying when you get into the playoffs, uh, coaching matters, and it's, it's going to hurt you in the end, especially if you don't find ways to – beat teams' weaknesses consistently. Oh, I agree. Uh, there's a big old, uh, I guess, argument or debate going on in the in the chat. I probably started it. Uh, it's actually about um, message retracted. I wonder what that was. Uh, but Spoiled, I can't pronounce, Spoiled Aphid Gaming said something about how you can't blitz certain QBs because they will make you pay, saying how you can't do man defense against the Saints because their players are so much better route runners than the defense can cover. And then Buck Squad saying something about because our players are not our man cover corners, they they suck at zone. I'm gonna say this. If the Bucks are blitzing nonstop, it's gonna help the corners out. They didn't do that very often this game. And the time they did, they caused a, a strip fumble. And we'll score a touchdown. They're better. Let me see. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say they're better at man with literally sending two guys in on a blitz than they are at coverage corners. Coverage corners, I will say. Zone blitzing, I love it. But sometimes Shaq and JPP get lost. That's the biggest weakness for me. But our, yes, if we did more A-gap blitzes, I guarantee this would have been a different story. Guarantee. If you start off with that shit game plan they had, you're going to lose. You can't give Breeze all day. Don't tell me you can't do man against this defense. If Devin White and Levante are shooting up the gap, someone's going to get open. I don't care. And Shaq and JPP fall back. Good. Breeze can't step up. He's going to have to go to the side. Look over. He's going to only have one side of the field to throw to because he's not going to be able to throw to the opposite side. Game plan made. But no, we didn't do it that way. So to me, I'm going to agree with Buck, Buck Squad on this. I think we are, if the game plan is correct and we force pressure, the secondary is good. But that's why it's a team game. You didn't cause any pressure, so the secondary looked like a big bag of shit. Dean, on double moves, does get beat. He's very linear. His hips are very tight. He does, he's not really mobile. That's, that's why he has two torn ACLs. He's a straight line, linear guy. So it's a lot of it's a team game. You can't just say, oh, one team's elite, one's not. Going into this, yeah. people thought the Bucks were like one of the best damn teams, and all of a sudden now we're pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's still a very good team. It's still a very talented team. Uh, it just has to be better at execution and better at game planning uh, going forward. Um, I would just like to see the, the team play more to its strengths and – and not try to, you know, highlight their weaknesses so much. I mean, it was just glaring obvious what you were doing last night. You're just playing into the Saints' hands a little bit too much, and I didn't like that. You need to force the issue against the Saints. 
um, yeah, maybe you will get beat at times, but it'd be better to create havoc up the middle against Drew Brees and make him move side to side and see if he can beat you that way. We just did none of that, and uh, it was very disappointing. And the zone blitzes do work, and I think that's when we're at our best, when that when that pass rush and, and coverage is working together as one, and we're moving and rotating safeties around and moving guys back and forth. That's when we're really good. We did that against Aaron Rodgers night and day and uh, just couldn't cut it against uh, the Saints last night in that game plan. Yeah. I mean, they were trying to do a bend, don't break, but that doesn't work. I mean, if you can't, you know, get off the field on third downs, um, especially in the red zone, like that, that's going to be killer. Well, then, so he added this spoiled after. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Tell me if I'm saying it right. Said, would you want to do that against? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's our guy, he said. Like saying about blitz, blitzing Mahomes and Hill. I don't know which Hill. I don't know if he's saying Taysom Hill. But yes. Yes, you would do that. I mean, the yeah. Oakland Raiders did it, and they beat the, the Chiefs. They made the Chiefs look silly, actually. You have to do what you do best. If you don't do it, you're trying to play the other team's game, and then you're going to lose. Yeah. The, the Bucks' defense is good at blitzing the quarterback. Sending weird, diverse guys, like a safety coming in the box, and then he just flies back out, and the offensive line has to think. If you make the job easier for the Saints, just block four guys, they're going to do it. They have one of the best offensive lines in the game. We fell into their strength. Stupid bucks. That's just terrible game planning. Yeah, we're not going to win a lot of games playing cover two, cover three. Like, it's just not going to work for us. Like, you got to find ways to get after it. And yeah, I can understand what, what he's saying as far as, yeah, those quarterbacks will make you pay, but I rather do what we do best. Like you just said, instead of, you know, just getting beat again and again and again, it's like, you know, the guy from miracle, her Brooks just saying again, again, <laughs> again, and like, you know, where's the whistle being blown? Like, you know, and there was no Mike Ruzioni last night saying, you know, you know, America, you know, <laughs> so that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just not very good. And uh, you got, you just got to credit the saints and, you know, good job to them. They are a very good team. That's what five in a row for them. So big credit to, uh, to the saints. Yeah, the, the saints did everything right. The bucks did everything wrong. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't care what Levante David saying, Oh, but they didn't do anything special. Well, well, then you didn't do anything special either because you didn't do, you didn't stop anything. <laughs> yeah. And Levante played his heart out. Yes, like he tried to jump in front of balls, but you can't. One man's not going to do it all. You got to be able to work as a team, and they just they just weren't. No. Nope. In any phase, besides the kicker, a kicker did. That's one man that did his job. Forgive me. Yeah, fifty-four yard kick. That was great. I can't believe we're giving a kicker praise here in Tampa. That never happened. <laughs> but uh. I'm gonna miss Ford. Oh shit! I can't. I can't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he'll be I, fine. I guess the hill was Tyreek Hill saying, "Like, would you rush um, Patrick Mahomes and then have Tyreek Hill is running a streak down the field?" Yeah, I would because I would bank on hopefully our press corner would be there, our secondary would be there. At least slow it down because you're gonna have to rush the decision. Where he's gonna have to throw a thirty-yard pass when the receiver's only five to ten yards down the field. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Everything, everything on offense is timing. 
Yeah. So if if you disrupt that timing, you're going to have a better chance of success getting a stop, an incomplete, or a turnover uh, more likely than just sitting back in zone coverage, playing off, and, and letting them dump the ball off to players that are open, you know, five yards down the field. I mean, what was it, third and four? Latavius Murray is wide open on a third and four, and he got, like, what, five yards or whatever it was. There was no one around him. And, like, just can't – you can't play like that against the Saints because Drew Brees is going to find that guy that's open in the short flats over the middle, and he's going to beat you every time. It's just playing smart. I mean, they, they were playing the game possession, control the possession of the ball. If they didn't get the first out, okay, we'll punt it deep. We'll play the field. Let's see if you can go all the way down. Okay, well, you didn't. Well, you gave me better field position. Thank you. I'm going to keep pushing it down your throat. Five, five, five. Oh, you leave the wide open zone. 10, 15. It's just playing what you're giving, especially if you're only rushed three damn players against one of the best quarterbacks that ever played the game. Yeah. And what did they do? They did the whole opposite. They sent guys in left and right. And what did we do? Kept sending guys deep. That's not smart. No. And yeah, it would be scary if the Chiefs just, well, the Chiefs are really good at game planning, just sending drag routes or sending short slants or comebacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you're shit out of luck if you're the timing play. Because then we're we're sending everything in. We're trying to jab, and they already know the first move. So it's it's tough there. Yeah, I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Coaching, yeah, coaching was just bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Raj P said something. He said Bruce Arian said at halftime their offense is going to to speed it. <laughs> he speed said it, it like yeah, speed it up. He said it like having our offense move slow is a is a good thing. It is not a good thing to let the defense breathe and keep subbing in. I think he meant slow is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but I'll let you touch on that. Yeah, I try to play no huddle, but I mean, you can't really play no huddle when you go three and out, you know, all the time. And, you know, you're already worn out your defense in the first half, and then you try to speed things up in the second half. I mean, and then your offensive line is just dead tired because they've been pass blocking the whole game. So they're getting beat left and right. So Tom Brady has no time. So couldn't really speed things up. And there was really nothing, nothing uh, the Bucks offense could do really because they could never get into a rhythm. Yeah. I guess your camera froze. Let's see what happens when that comes back. Oh, sorry. But I'll, I'll talk to the next one. So, and then also Raj P said Byron had, Byron Leftwich has no scheme capabilities or wide receivers. Our our wide receivers are so close together, they need to be spaced out. That is something that's always happening. Like the mm-hmm. fourth down where Brady just lobbed it up to Gronk. Antonio Brown was right there too. Yes, maybe it was a broken play, but sometimes you're like, what? Or you have two, two out routes right next to each other. I think that was the first third down of the game where Gronk dropped the pass. Yeah. I, I liked it to certain extent against the Giants, but damn, like you can't keep uh, it's sometimes it's upsetting. Sometimes but you're you're right. Like uh, I think I've beat a dead horse talking about Byron Leftwich and how I feel about him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Make it too hard on themselves, you know. Oh right, so there's something I want to kind of defend. Can't pronounce Guru Kawab said, R.I.P. Donovan Smith. He got killed all game. 
What do you he's, think? He's got. He's gonna get killed. I mean, he's gonna get killed, especially when you're down thirty-one nothing. Um, and the Saints are just pass rushing like crazy. I mean, they're just sending everybody in. They don't have to defend the run, so they're jumping snaps. They're jumping the count. Uh, one guy was offsides clearly. He didn't get called. Uh, so yeah, he's gonna get beat. Joe Hay got beat. You know, Kappa got beat. Jensen got beat. Everyone was getting beat. So. It's going to happen, especially when you're asked to pass protect. Well, how many plays were there last night? I think what's probably 65 or 70 plays and you pass protect for 60 of them. That's a lot to ask on your offensive line. So you're always going backwards. You're going to get pushed backwards, especially when you're tired and, you know, you have no rhythm on offense and the quarterback's holding the ball longer than he should. And, you know, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I mean, let's put some of that to that. I mean, Brady's, still learning the offense it's clear i mean there's there's the mm-hmm. games where yes against a lesser opponent he's kind of like seeing it faster because the defense is just either malaligned or just not in the right spot at the right time mm-hmm. so he can easily eat off of that but the thing is the saints are not a bad team they're a great coach team mm-hmm. great coaching can get you really far then it comes to individuals making great effort plays at the end. I feel that's the only reason why the Saints have been kind of like not making it all the way to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. the past couple of years because they just can't get over that little hump. This year, mm-hmm. they have best chance of all, really. I mean, if they keep playing the way they are, it, they're just so well coached. I mean, year after year, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is their defense has been struggling. I mean, they've given up a lot of passing touchdowns. They... They're not very good against the pass. And, you know, I could see why the Bucks tried to attack that. They just did a poor job of attacking it. They didn't execute it right. Um, and the Saints defense is not very disciplined. So that means they, they'll get out of position. I mean, last night they just they played it uh, to their strength where really they were just gobbling up Bucks receivers and, you know, as they were going downfield. So they were just taking them out pretty easily, you know, running cover threes or whatever they were running you know, cover one at times, but we did nothing to uh, defeat that. And so you got to give credit to the saints. They're a good team, good coach team, like you said, but defensively they can be beaten. It's just, you have to attack it the right way. Obviously the bucks did not do that. (laughs) Only scoring three points. And like, I kind of touched on it. So this is what I was meaning by they, so it was 31 nothing. Either way, this is just bad. The fact that it got to 31 nothing is terrible. This interception with 52 seconds remaining should have been a touchdown. That should have been a touchdown drive to score 31-7 before half. End of half, we get that fumble. Turnover on downs. <laughs> this was that Gronkowski just lofted up for no damn reason that I was talking about. It was a fourth and what? I believe six? Terrible. Yeah, four. Oh no, this is the fourth and goal. Oh my mm-hmm. god, it's even worse. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> so that's terrible. Should have been fourteen thirty-one. This mm-hmm. is the Gronkowski. I believe. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Fourth and seven. I mean, just this crap just can't happen. Like it's chalk it up as possibly the worst game played in a while. I don't know if I can say ever because I wasn't there for the seventy-six. <laughs> but hey don't, this isn't something where you just leave it in the past forget about it no you remember this one and you remember what you did wrong this is where you fix your mistakes 
I don't want to hear, oh, we, we slept on it, it's done. No. Because <laughs> then the yeah. same thing's going to happen next week. you got to be able to yeah. look at what the hell you did wrong and make sure it never happens again. Yeah. The double this, moves? This... Or go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, this game should be etched in their mind forever. Um, they should take it with them every game the rest of the way and just remember what happened. And like you said, it's it's now time to fix what went wrong and, and make sure it never happens again, like you just said. It, it can't happen again. Um, so there better be better effort. There better be better execution. There better be better game plan going forward or else it's going to go down. It's going to turn quickly and ugly. Like losses will come if we see stuff like this again, where you're not playing to your team's strengths and you're not attacking on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Well, let's touch on a couple things before we, we call this a night. There's a story from Buccaneers.com. Carmen Vitali. Mm -hmm. So she's saying this is an uncharacteristic a start or just play game means it should be an anomaly to me that the play calling wasn't uncharacteristic it was very much similar it was just a great team calling them out so i don't know if this is an anomaly hmm. yes we're not going to face a team as good as the saints every week but what do you think on that one i can understand where she's trying to make some points yeah some some uncharacteristic things happen, you know, Brady not playing as well as he probably should have last night. Um, yeah, there were some bad breaks, you know, the first drive, I think Brady got hit in the face. There was no call. Yeah, no fly. You know, that could have, that could have changed the game. Uh, but I, I think she wrote in there, you know, this team should bounce back. I agree with that. Uh, definitely. We should be able to bounce back this week against the Panthers. They have no Christian McCaffrey. Oh, he's there. Big... No, he's out. He hurt his shoulder. He hurt it. Got hurt again. Yeah. So he's out um Jesus. So, yeah <laughs> so you should have opportunity this week against the panthers team uh should be able to bounce back i mean we've gone three and one each quarter we've lost the first game in those quarters again we did it last night to the saints so hopefully we can start a three-game winning streak again and uh you know get this thing back on track but it's going to take a much better coaching effort you know especially from what we've seen the last two weeks it's been pretty bad so we need to get back to what our identity is and that's being aggressive on both sides of the football. That's being smart in how you attack the defense, attacking over the middle of the field, using play action. Defensively, you're playing aggressive and you're blitzing because that's what you do best, getting after the quarterback and making him force the decision, whether it's completed or not completed. You force him to throw it early, and that helps your defense out in the long run. Make you them know, earn you, that check. Yeah, exactly. You you don't sit back and play this defense. You attack. And and, and I, I hate to reference Miracle again, but <laughs> you don't you don't defend them, you attack them, and you gotta keep doing that. And uh because that's what works, and that's when we win big, that's what we do well. Uh we attack and gotta get back to that identity and hopefully that starts this week against Carolina. It it's like you just you said it perfectly. Get back to your identity. Do what was working in the beginning. Do what was working at the end of last year. Your defense was lights out, aggressive. Yes, there will be chunks here and there. But the thing is, you're forcing the issue. That's what you want to do as a defense. Make the offense have to Make think. Make a great play. Yeah. Like, force it where it's all right over your fingertips. Where you're helping your secondary out. I got to start talking more calmly because I get a little too upset when I start talking to <laughs> stuff. 
And then offensively, yeah, second secondary, I don't think is a problem. I think our off our defense will improve. I, I think that's an anomaly, our defense playing this poorly and having that piss poor of a game plan. They did adjust. The thing is, our offense can't ever only score three points in a game. Can't ever. And to be honest, that's where the massive improvements need to be made. How can you put a game plan together like you did in Oakland of scheming Gronk open, setting him out wide, doing stuff like that, or like against the Panthers where you just play action faked all the time and it was working left and right. And then you do crap like this. It's, it's weird. And it's, we always say this is Bucks beating Bucks, but it's true. I feel like, like this game was just, what was it from uh, the replacements? Quicksand. Mm-hmm. A game where they themselves had images of last year, like, oh my gosh, what is this? And they just fell into it. And this team is still not a stone cold winner. They're, they're weak. <laughs> They mentally are weak. They can't really come back from this. Yes, Brady was, you watched him in the game. He was stone cold, straight edge. Mm. But the rest of the team doesn't know how to do that just yet. Yeah, Brady played terrible. Game planning, scheming has to be better. Enough said. I mean, we beat a dead horse on this. (laughs) I mean, I know there was stuff in the chat, but guys, I hope you understood what we were saying. I mean, it's, it'll be up by Wednesday, hopefully, if uh, Coach's phone comes out. But on that, guys, thank you for all the community in the chat, everyone bringing their own hot takes and opinions, point of views. We don't, you guys make the show pretty much for us. I mean, this is why we do it, and to, to get our stress relief out, pretty much. <laughs> but other than that, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show, and not the Bucks' uh, end result. More on that. Until next week, and let's get a win this week against the Panthers. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.